baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris and Amy on KMOX, Amy Marks, Coors, and uh, Chris Ranji. What? That's right. That's you. That's us. That's kind of like I do like Steve Kafin. He always goes, I'm Steve Kafin. Just to make sure. <laughs> Just to make sure. He knows and you know as well. Uh, we've been following the story of former President Donald Trump, who it was ruled that he cannot appear on the 2024 ballot um, by the Supreme Court of Colorado. What does it mean moving forward? Well, to discuss that with us, it is Supreme Court reporter for Bloomberg News, Greg Storr, also a St. Louis native. And Greg is with us on KMOX on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good afternoon, Greg. Hi, Chris. Good to be on with you. It's good to have you with us. So uh, just give us your read on, on what the ruling was. Well, huge ruling. Uh, you know, everybody's been wondering, will a court, in particular a state Supreme Court, say Donald Trump cannot appear on the ballot because he engaged in insurrection? And a, a, a state Supreme Court finally did that. And uh, what that means is that Donald Trump's going to turn to the U.S. Supreme Court. Very likely the Supreme Court will agree to take it up, and it will decide whether Donald Trump effectively can be a candidate for election next year. What does that mean, then, if the Supreme Court lets this stand? And what I mean by that is, isn't that somehow tacit agreement that the Colorado's ruling was correct? So therefore, if anybody were to bring this case before the Supreme Court and say, hey, Donald Trump's ineligible and across all 50 states, the Supreme Court would have to say yes. Well, in general, when the Supreme Court says, no, we're not going to take that appeal, you're right. It doesn't mean any, or, well, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, the, the, the court uh, isn't pronouncing on the merits of the lower court ruling. It can't take everything. That said, I think you're right if the court were to say, we're not going to uh, take up the Colorado Supreme Court ruling. It would at least suggest that they're not, uh, you know, all, all that concerned about it. But, you know, my my expectation here is that the Supreme Court understands what's going on. Uh, they know that uh, if one state Supreme Court says he can't be on the ballot, others can as well. It's an issue that needs to be decided. Uh, and the sooner it gets decided, uh, probably the better for everybody so we can all then adjust to whatever comes next. I, I'm sorry. I think I mean, like, if the Supreme Court were to say to take it up and say, yes, he's ineligible, that's no longer a state thing, state by state. That's across the country because that's yeah. the Constitution. It's, it's over. Yes, I'm sorry if I misunderstood you. Yes, that's exactly right. This is really a federal constitutional issue. There are some smaller state law issues in there as well about whether the Colorado Election Code lets lets uh, the state courts consider a claim like this. But mostly, this is a federal constitutional issue. Uh, you know, did does the the insurrection clause of the Constitution apply to the president? Did Donald Trump engage in in insurrection? Those are questions that are nationwide. This will be it. Obviously fascinating, one of the more fascinating Supreme Court uh, decisions if they they finally do make it and and consequential and one that was hugely consequential didn't happen that long ago. And it was the overturn of of Roe versus Wade. And the argument from the conservative perspective was, 
well, this should be a state rights issue. How are they going to be able to, and, and maybe you can tell me that they are not related at all, but how can you say states' rights in this situation but not states' rights in another situation? Well, I think what the what the, the, the majority in the Dobbs case would say is we're just interpreting the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution doesn't mention abortion. Therefore, it's left up to the people's elected representatives. Now, that actually doesn't have to be state representatives. The Supreme Court didn't preclude the possibility that Congress would enact legislation uh, saying that abortion is legal in, or in all circumstances or some circumstances or not. Uh, they just said it's not a matter for the courts to decide. This is a very different provision. It's not one that anybody's had much experience with. Uh, it has certainly never been applied in a situ- situation like this. And, and I'd be, uh, I'm not sure I w- want to sort of leap off, uh, you know, say that any particular judicial philosophy ne- necessarily dictates a particular result uh, on this issue at this point. So right now, just to clarify, the Supreme Court has not officially said they're going to take the case or they have? They, they have not said okay. they're going to take it. In fact, Donald Trump hasn't, hasn't asked the Supreme Court to, to, to take the case. He has just said, or his campaign has said, that they will be filing it at the Supreme Court. And the Colorado Supreme Court gave him until January the 4th to do that. Okay, okay. That, that was going to be my next question, is what's the, the deadline to make that happen? And part of it has to do with the primaries, right, where they, there has to be enough time to ensure that his name is on the ballot for the primaries? Yeah, that's that's what the Colorado Supreme Court said. Um, but its ruling is on hold. This is important. Its ruling is on hold and will be on hold until the Supreme Court decides what it's going to do with this. As, as long as Donald Trump's campaign uh, appeals by January the, the 4th, the Colorado Supreme Court ruling stays on hold. So he will appear on the primary ballot there. And the real question, which, of course, is the, the most important one, will be, can he appear on the general election ballot? Um, and, and that's something that the Supreme Court decision, if it takes up this case, uh, will will almost certainly decide nationwide. Greg Storr covers the Supreme Court for Bloomberg News. He's with us on KMOX this afternoon. Um, I know the, the courts are supposed to be apolitical. At least that's the idea. We're supposed to interpret the law in a, a, a strict legal sense. Do you figure, knowing what you know about the current political environment, knowing what you know about uh, the Supreme Court justices, how much do you believe politics, in the way we think of it, is going to factor in the decision? Well, it's hard to say it won't factor in at all. Now, I do want to put a big caveat in here that the the three Trump-appointed justices, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, have not been siding with him for the most part, or or really at all, in his post-election legal battles. So they've had multiple fights over things like turning over documents, and they haven't helped him out there. So so don't put too much into that, um, or don't put too much into this idea that, you know, the Trump-appointed justices are necessarily going to decide with him. Uh, that said, uh, you know, I, I, I'd be you know, very surprised if the most conservative justices uh, vote to uphold this, th- this Colorado Supreme Court ruling. I, I think you could see an ideological split on, on the court. But I, I think kind of overall across the court, I think all nine of them are going to you know, have some reluctance to be getting involved in such a political question, such a, you know, a question that is usually up to the voters. 
workers. Um, you, you know, this is a kind of step, really nothing like it in history, what, what, what the Supreme Court w- w- would be asked to do on behalf of those who want Donald Trump off the ballot. And so I think probably all nine of them will show at least some uh, concern about where it would lead if they, they take that step. What were the consequences, if any, in uh, after the Supreme Court decided on Bush v. Gore? And the consequences meaning the public's faith in the court. Did it damage the court's reputation after Bush v. Gore? It, it certainly did take a hit, and of course it took a hit um, much more with people who didn't like the court's ruling than, than people who, who you know, supported George W. Bush. Um, it, it, that was a case where the Supreme Court, you know, at least arguably could have stayed out of it and let, let the, uh, the, the process play out and, uh, in the way that the Constitution had, uh, has uh, laid out for disputed elections. Um, it, it did take a hit, and of course the court has been taking a hit in terms of reputation a lot over the, the past few years, uh, both because of the way new justices have, have gotten confirmed to the court and the very, very conservative rulings we've had from the court. This has been um, a time, though, that the attitude toward the Supreme Court in this country has been worst is, is for as long as I can remember. And and like you said, it did take a hit, uh, you know, 23 years ago. But this is a they're in a much worse position now in terms of public opinion, aren't they? Yeah, that's that's absolutely the case. And again, it's it's you know mostly among Democrats and or, or, or much more among Democrats and and folks who don't like some of the Supreme Court's recent rulings, including the abortion one being the biggest one, uh, gun rights restrictions on the power of of federal agencies, a lot of controversial stuff they've been doing. And then you add into it all the ethics controversies. One one thing I would would like to say, just because it, it may bear on this idea of whether the you know how well the public accepts what the Supreme Court does. The court has a second really important Donald Trump case that's on its doorstep. It is this issue of whether he's immune criminally from the the, uh, charges stemming from his efforts to overturn the election. Um, The court this week could agree to take up that issue. And, you know, one could certainly imagine a possibility where they – uh, rule in favor of Donald Trump on one case and rule against him in the other case, and you know that that may not be that, that may be a combination of rulings that you know has some people saying, okay, this is a court that um, you know isn't at least isn't knee jerk one rea- one outcome or another. There have been calls uh, mainly from Democrats uh, for Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from that decision you're talking about, and you know with the the new reporting on. Um, him nearly quitting, and there were Republican donors who said, no, we need your conservative voice on the Supreme Court and maybe him receiving gifts. With all of these things happening around Clarence Thomas, A, would he recuse himself from that decision? And B, what's going to happen with the other stuff? Well, it's important to note that it is up to the individual justices. Uh, that's been, uh, you know, uh, something that has been criticized, that, that process, but it is up to Clarence Thomas under everything the court has always done. And so far he has shown no real signs that he, he thinks he needs to recuse. He did recuse from one case involving John Eastman, a uh, former lawyer to President Trump, uh, but also a former law clerk to Clarence Thomas, and, and perhaps that's a special uh, situation. So, uh, you know, I think we'd have to see a change of heart from Clarence Thomas for him to to actually recuse. Um, in terms of all the other stuff, you, you know, uh, 
there's probably not anything that's that's going to come of it. The Constitution gives members of the Supreme Court life tenure. Uh, they can be impeached. Uh, we are uh, very, very far from the point where Clarence Thomas could actually be impeached, uh, in part because this, like so many other things, is a partisan or an issue that divides folks along party lines, and you would need Republican support to make that happen. Uh, so it, it will undoubtedly there will continue to be criticism. Yes, there are call have already been calls for him to recuse himself. Uh, it, it's hard to see what at this point would shift the dynamic and, and prompt Clarence Thomas to recuse or anything substantive to to happen to him as a consequence of those ethical issues. Uh, speaking back to, go to the Colorado Supreme Court, the decision they made that Trump is ineligible for the ballot. Do you see many other states taking this route as well? And if they do, does that change the dynamic at all for the consideration of the Supreme Court? So they, they might, and there is some other litigation out there. The Colorado case was always the farthest along in the process. Um, I'm not sure how much it matters. It certainly, uh, it, well, I should say, almost certainly won't matter at all if the Supreme Court g- agrees to, to take up the, the Trump campaign's appeal of the Colorado ruling, because as I suggested earlier, that will be a national ruling, and that will very likely decide once and for all whether Donald Trump can be on the ballot. So we will all be intensely watching that um, th- that case and, um, you know, uh, what other states might do is sort of a footnote to that. Greg, we appreciate the information. We will be checking back in with you on your continued reporting. Thank you for talking with us today. My pleasure. That is Greg Storr, Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter, also a St. Louisan. He is a native of St. Louis. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 